You're listening to Quick and Dirty History, the show about American history on the go. This episode of Quick and Dirty History is brought to you by Lewis and Clark. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! No, that's not Superman and his girlfriend. We're talking about the greatest expedition of the 19th century. You could easily say that exploration of North America by settlers was as daunting an objective as Magellan circumnavigating the Earth, or summoning Mount Everest, or the first time humans orbited the Earth. The journey of Meriwether Lewis, William Clark, and the rest of the Corps of Discovery is nothing less than awe-inspiring. It blows me away that a feature-length epic movie starring Christian Bale and Brad Pitt as Lewis and Clark doesn't exist. This story is nothing short of badass. So, here we go. Well before the purchase of the Louisiana Territory, Thomas Jefferson and many others had looked to the West and dreamed of finding a passage to the Pacific Ocean, a journey of unimaginable magnitude for the time. Meriwether Lewis was too young to be part of the American Revolution, but he was old enough to help put down the Whiskey Rebellion and later become a captain in the U.S. Army. It also worked out well for him that he was the next-door neighbor to Thomas Jefferson and would become his personal secretary when he was president. William Clark was also a military man. He was commissioned by none other than George Washington as a lieutenant of the infantry and Lewis's commanding officer. For two years, Thomas Jefferson, the brilliant mind that he was, took Lewis under his wing as secretary and they shared nightly discussions about exploration, leaving no stone unturned. From astronomy and navigation to botany, and medicine to biology and natural history, Lewis was being groomed for a greater undertaking than most human beings will ever embark upon in their lives. Meriwether Lewis was to find an all-water route to the Pacific Ocean, and since the Louisiana Purchase had just taken place, he was also supposed to map it, considering nobody actually knew how big the new territory was. Since Meriwether Lewis would be journeying onto Native American lands, a knowledge of diplomacy was crucial. Lewis knows he needs the A-Team. So, he gets William Clark on board with the mission. Clark is a strong frontiersman just like Lewis, and master mapmaker and tactician. He's also very knowledgeable about Native American affairs. Spoiler alert, the Lewis and Clark expedition ends up being a huge success. But that's only because proper planning took place prior to them ever setting out. In 1804 at Harper's Ferry in Pennsylvania, Lewis obtained his 55-foot custom keelboat that he designed. It took six additional weeks to be completed because the boat builder was a raging drunken douchebag. He also got tons of guns and munitions, surveying equipment, telescopes, camping supplies, mosquito netting, medicine, books, maps, beads, knives, and plenty of whiskey. Don't forget the whiskey. He also had a high-powered air rifle that was nearly silent. The $2,500 budget he initially prepared would only account for about 7% of the actual expenses once the journey was done, and Lewis essentially had a blank check from President Jefferson. Can you imagine being one of the explorers setting off on this journey? Literally boldly going to where no white settler had ever gone before. Nobody actually knew exactly what they were about to come across. Before the expedition was complete, Americans could only speculate on what lied before them in the uncharted territories west into the Rocky Mountains and beyond. Thomas Jefferson was certainly the most well-educated on the western frontier of anyone involved in the exploration 
and he thought the explorers would find mountains of pure salt, an entire race of Welsh-speaking Native Americans, and giant prehistoric ground sloths as well as massive woolly mammoths. While the expedition did not come across any extinct creatures, Lewis did describe 178 previously unknown plant species, as well as 122 new animals never documented before. These included grizzly bears, mountain beavers, and coyotes. Even though Meriwether Lewis was technically William Clark's superior officer on the journey, you wouldn't have really known. For all intents and purposes, they were a 50-50 team. In fact, the rest of the exploration had no idea that one was not a captain. A rare arrangement, but a very necessary one for the mission's success. Not once did anyone on their expedition refer to either of them as anything less than captain. Also, not once would there be any dissension between either Lewis or Clark. Clark was in charge of recruiting and training men at a camp near St. Louis in Missouri. Altogether, there were 45 individuals, including Lewis and Clark. York, a badass dude who is Clark's slave and never gets the recognition he deserves. A French Indian interpreter, a boat crew, and 27 soldiers in the expedition. Not to forget Lewis's dog, Seaman. Along the journey, they'd also be joined by a very famous and spectacular young woman. After years of preparation for the journey of a lifetime, it was about to begin. Will Lewis and Clark survive the journey? Will they find a Northwest Water Passage? Are woolly mammoths really extinct? What was the guy who discovered milk actually doing with that cow? If one crow is called a crow, three or more crows is called a murder, what's two crows? Attempted murder? Stay tuned and find out the answers to some of these questions on the next Quick and Dirty History. 